Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. This is QNN, your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA plus news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation, Joy. Hi there, I'm Joel King-Main, and this is your QNN community update. From 7news.com.au, a new Liberal MP has celebrated diversity in her first speech to Parliament, championing the rights of LGBTQ community and minority groups. Angie Bell is the Coalition's new member for the Queensland seat of Moncrief, taking the spot from Minister Steve Kaibo, who retired at the election. Miss Bell is the first openly gay Liberal woman in the House of Representatives, but doesn't want it to be her defining quality. Miss Bell praised her electorate of Moncrief, which covers part of the Gold Coast, and said she would work on policy communities on topics which would most affect the region. This includes health, aged care, sport, small business, education, employment, foreign affairs, trade, defence and veteran affairs. News.com.au reports, the New South Wales Police Homicide Squad will have to spend 22 years to review more than 400 unresolved murders. An inquiry into LGBTQ plus hate crimes has been told. The Special Commission of the Inquiry, which was established to probe the conduct of New South Wales police investigators in relation to the likely gay hate deaths, particularly in the 1980s, continued on Thursday. New South Wales Homicide Squad Detective Chief Inspector David Laidlaw told the Inquiry the unresolved homicide team was experiencing difficulties in reviewing the large number of cases due to staff shortages. The Inquiry was told there was more than 76 cases reviewed between 2009 and 2017, which averaged to be about nine cases each year. Meanwhile, New South Wales Homicide Squad Commander Detective Superintendent Daniel Doherty conceded he did not know the exact number of the missing evidence files in connection to the unresolved murders of the LGBTQ people. From opendemocracy.net, Vladimir Putin has signed a new controversial legislation banning surgical gender reassignment in Russia in yet another blow to the country's LGBTQ population. Crackdowns against the LGBTQ community and gender minorities in the country have only gathered pace ever since the full-scale invasion of the Ukraine last year, as the Russian president seeks popularity among citizens. The bill, cleared unanimously by both houses of the Russian parliament and signed by Mr Putin, now bans any medical interventions aimed at changing the sex of a person, along with changing one's gender in the official documents and public records. The future remains bleak for Russia's transgender population, which earlier had access to gender reassignment surgeries and treatments like hormone replacement therapy. And from the Manawatu Guardian... New Zealand's biggest drag show is back and is now a three-day festival in October. Get ready to unleash your inner diva as Palmy Drag Fest 2023, the nation's inaugural drag festival, descends once again upon Palmerston North. What started as a small show at a 200-seat Globe Theatre in 2021 has now blossomed into New Zealand's grandest celebration of drag, producer Rick Barrow says. Last year's sold-out event at the region on Broadway drew more than 1,300 attendees. This year's performers are from across New Zealand and Australia. 
Turning to QNN Sport now, viewership of Australia's vital victory over Canada dwarfed that of the final day's play of the fifth Ashes Test, which Channel 7 expected even higher numbers as the Matildas chase World Cup glory. An average of 2.4 million Australians tuned in to watch the Matildas smash Canada on Monday night. The vital 4-0 victory locked Australia into the round of 16 at the Women's World Cup and saw the Matildas achieve their highest viewership of the tournament so far. And from Olympics.com, there are nine outqueer skaters competing at the Olympic Winter Games. While they continue to grow the representation of the LGBTQ community, they'd also like to see their sport evolve too. The Olympics are for peace, so I am really happy to make further peace in the world, said French single skater Kevin Amos. Amos, who has fought through injuries this season and placed 10th in the men's short program, said the Olympics is to represent every country and all the people, and love, and the best of sport. Being out, I feel great for myself, but I feel great to be part of the fight to help the world change. That's what's making news in the LGBTIQA community this week. The QNN team will be back here next week, or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for QNN. I'm Joel King Maine. QNN was recorded at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au, or via the Joy app. QNN is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.